Good morning. I hope you guys are doing awesome. I hope things are going well. It seems like everything's moving forward with COVID and restrictions and um, that's exciting that we are moving more towards a maskless society <laughs> and uh, we're getting there. We're still being patient, but we're moving forward. We just kicked off a new series and it's called Get in the Game. Get in the Game. And what we're trying to do is get in the spirit of sports and sports analogies that we find in the scriptures that talk about the battle, the team, the training, all the things that go into our lives as a Christian compared to the life of people in the world. And uh, what we're doing is the game plan is simple. We're looking at the big picture, trying to, like from the blimp, Try to look at the, the, the whole picture of the game and the world and all that's going on. But then in a few weeks, we're going we're gonna to dig into the nuts and the bolts of playing the game, competing and training and all the little, some of the, not all, but most of the little things that go into uh, playing the game, living the Christian life, being the church, serving the king. And, and going out into the world to be God's members, his teammates, his players. So that's kind of where we're uh, going. And what we said uh, so far is this, there, there are only two teams. Okay, we said that a couple weeks ago. There's Team God, those who gather with God, Team God. And then there's the scatterers, that's Team Satan. And every other system Every other teaching, every other religion outside of the God of creation and the God of the Bible, the God of the scriptures. The scriptures tell us very clearly that narrow, narrow is the road that leads to life. And only a few people are on it compared to the masses there aren't many on the narrow road that leads to eternal life. That's Team God. Team Satan is the wide road. The path that leads to destruction and many are on it. The sad thing is they don't, many don't even know it. Some are willingly on the path that leads to destruction and they're happy to be on it. They want to be a part of evil and rebellion and, and anything against God. They don't want a God to tell them what to do, and so they are anti-God. They are anti-Christ. But there's a narrow road, Team God, and there's a wide road, Team Satan, and there's only two teams. And we're all on one or the other. You're, 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 you're not on both. You're not on some middle team or some farm team or some franchise team. You are either on, as people, all of us, we are either on 
Team Satan or we are on Team God. And, the, and all of us, because of sin, we're on Team Satan. Now, the only way to get on Team God is a decision that we make of our will, an act of our will to say, I accept what God has done for me in Jesus I have been immersed into Christ. I have given my life to Jesus, and I am now a follower of Christ. That is the only way you transfer from Team Satan onto Team God. If you have not done that, you are still on the wrong team. And you need to give your life to Jesus, accept him as Lord, be baptized into Christ, let the Holy Spirit forgive you and fill you, and then walk in a newness of life on God's team, the narrow road, till the day you die. There's only two teams. We also said Team God, that narrow path, is the body of Christ. It's called the church. It's called the family of believers, the family of God, the kingdom of God on earth. Right? Jesus talked about the fact that he brought the kingdom of heaven has come. And that's this, this new relationship that we can have in Jesus through the cross because of his blood shed for us that cleanses sin. Our blood cannot cleanse sin. The blood of goats and bulls in the Old Testament cannot cover sin. Only Jesus can cleanse your sin and make you right again with the Father. So there's only two teams. And the church is Team God. Team Satan is so much else. Everything else is Team Satan. If it's not Team God, church, it is Team Satan. Today, here's what I want to tell you. Today, what I want to share with you or point out to you is the differences. Again, this is the blimp's view of what's going on on the earth and the two teams. I want to share with you the difference between the two teams. Now, there's four things I want to share with you about. Four, it's the important. We're going to share two this week and two next week, okay? Because um, they're big points and um, they're big statements. And, and, and as, I, as I share these with you, these big points that I think are, are major, we're going to be able to think about, one, how it's true that there is a contrast, this great contrast between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. But then also, hopefully what we're going to think about is how we see this is true in our world. As we read the news, as we see... Uh, you know, look on the internet, we see the, the Yahoo News and all the things that are going on in our world and on the TV and in the media and all these things. We're going to see how this is true, that there's a great contrast between the two teams. And we're on one or the other. So today, as I talk about getting the game, I'm wearing the Greensboro Grasshopper shirt, okay? If you haven't taken in a Greensboro Grasshopper game, you're going to want to get to Greensboro. Watch them, they have a really nice stadium, good team, good ball, not too expensive. And I'm also wearing my Clarence baseball hat, Clarence, New York, from where I grew up, where I played ball, where I went to high school, Clarence baseball hat. So get in the game. I hope you're wearing your fan gear as you're listening to this message. If you are not, hit pause. Go get your Sabres jersey on. Go get your Bills jersey on. Go get your Avalanche jersey on. Go get your uh, Carolina Hurricanes uh, jersey on. And uh, get in the spirit of, of the game, okay? Not just like in the world sports, but in the kingdom of God as well, okay? All right. 
So I'm sure you could think of different ways that these two kingdoms are different, or there's a contrast. Just in your own mind, maybe think about it. Maybe write one down. Write a couple things. How, how is the kingdom of God different from the kingdom of Satan? Now, there's a lot of just right off the bat differences, evil and good and light and dark and a lot of those. But think even more so beyond that. Think about how Satan operates and think about how God operates. Think about what Satan is after and what God is after. Think about why God does what God does. Think about why Satan does what he does. Think about the goals. Think about where they're both headed, their destiny. There's a lot of things to think about when you think about a contrast between the kingdom of God or team God and team Satan. A lot of contrast. Let me share with you the first one. The first contrast that I want to share with you is this. The differences between the two teams. One of the differences is this. Team God is founded on relationships. And Team Satan is based on rebellion. Okay, think about that. Relationships, Team God. Rebellion, Team Satan. Think about how that might be true. See, God created us for each other. God made us a human race. He created us for each other and he created us for himself. And don't think God was lonely and he made people because he was lonely and he wanted people to die. That God did not need that. That's not why God created us. But he did create us. He said, let us make man in our own image. And so in intellectual ways and in reasoning ways and mental ways, not in physical ways, but in those spiritual and unseen ways, we are like God. We are different from everything else on the creation. The trees and the plants and the bushes and the animals and the dogs and the birds. We have an eternal soul in us like God. And we have an intellect, the ability to reason and think and make decisions. And we have a will in our heart to choose one over another to be on this team or to be on that team. God gave us all those things. And in that way, we are like God. He made us like God himself for the purpose of relationships, relationships with each other and a relationship with him. Last week, we talked about the body of Christ, right? The family of God, that we are like a building being built together. Each one of us dependent on each other. Each one of us connected, one body, many members, all connected together as one. If you want to take down the whole building, all you got to do is take down some of the key pillars and implode it and the whole thing collapses, right? Why? Because it's all connected as one. The church right now, the body of Christ, the family of God right now is the creation relationship that God intended us to be when he made us in the beginning. There was supposed to be this, this harmony and this unity and this love for each other that was corrupted by sin. Sin came in and interrupted the relationships that God wanted us to have with each other and with him. So sin interrupts what God created us to be. The church is now a second shot or a second chance at that happening, that unity in that community. From the beginning of time, God set in motion to have unity and to have community. And the devil has been ripping that apart since the garden, 
Since the beginning of time, Satan has been trying his best to destroy what God created to be one. And he's done a very good job of destroying and corrupting all of it. In Genesis chapter 1, God created everything and it was good. It was in harmony. There was beauty. There was perfection. Everything was moving and breathing together as one. And what did the devil do? He brought about disharmony, frustration in every relationship between people and between God and people and his creation and between the very created order of creation itself is now interrupted and affected by this evil sin, by what Satan has done. In fact, in Romans chapter 8, verse 22, the scripture says this, Paul says this, we know that the whole creation has been groaning, groaning, like painful groaning, as in the pains of childbirth, right up into the present time. Now, if you've ever seen your wife or somebody in labor, going through the birthing process of childbirth without an epidural or without any of the, the modern medicines, there is a pain that women say cannot be described. It is a painful experience to birth a child. It is a painful experience for a woman to birth a child without any help, medicationally. Paul says the whole creation, because of sin, is groaning like that. It is in pain. It has been frustrated. Jesus said in Matthew 24, when he was talking about the signs of the end of the age, he said there will be deception, there will be wars, rumors of wars, nation will rise against nation, there will be famines and earthquakes. And then he said, these are just the beginning of the birth pains. Again, birth pains. They've been going on since sin entered the world. They continue to go on in the time of Jesus, and they continue to go on even in our day. The creation itself is frustrated and in pain. But the most, the most devastating impact of Team Satan has, separ has been the separation between mankind and mankind's maker. The creator himself and the relationship that God wanted to have with his people. We are no longer in a healthy and a holy relationship with God. We have been separated by sin from God. Separated. The whole creation and mankind from the creator himself. Sin became our path. Rebellion has become our desire. And separation is now our dilemma. We are cut off from the one who made everything. All things have become hostile toward God. And Jesus came to buy us back. Jesus came to build a bridge back to the Father, to build a bridge back to the kingdom of God. And so Jesus comes, and he dies on a cross, he rises from the dead, he pays sin's penalty because sin has to be punished, and he does that for every human being that will ever live on the planet, past, present, and future. We all have an opportunity to receive life 
and to walk the bridge back into the presence of God. Jesus came to give us life, abundant life, life here and now on the earth and life abundantly forever and ever. And the devil, the devil has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The devil has come to drag souls down into the pit of hell. He is out to destroy anything that God has done good. And God's greatest work is in you and me, people. And the devil would love nothing more than to rip us away from the maker. And he's done a pretty good job of succeeding in his goals. Think about this. Marriage, family, community, church, all those things scream relationships. Think about it. Marriage, family, community, church. They scream relationship because they are from God. Sin, hate, evil, temptation, corruption, they all scream division. They all scream separation, and they are all from the evil one. God tests us to grow us, right? To purify us, to make us more holy, to make us more like him, and to mature us as his children. Satan, what he does is he tempts us to sin and to rebel. His goal is to get us to contribute to the mess because Satan loves chaos and he is the one who creates chaos. He loves nothing more than for there to be chaos all over the earth and you to be a part of the chaos. That's what Satan loves. And the difference, the difference in the two teams is huge. They are moving. The Grand Canyon doesn't even describe the difference between Team God and Team Satan. That they are moving in two separate directions. Not only are they separate in foundational ways, but they are also moving in two different, extremely different directions. Team Satan is all about taking what God created good and twisting it into rebellion. People, things, thoughts, systems, patterns. All the things that God made to work in harmony, Satan is independently working in each area to twist it into evil, to corrupt it. Team God is all about restoration and salvation and relationships between people and themselves, people and God, and people and creation. There are only two teams. There are only two teams. And one team is about relationships and the other team is about rebellion. There are only two teams. There's only two teams. And every one of us are on one of these teams. There is no third team. There's no farm club, A team, B team, C team, Z team. You don't get to create your own team. You're either on team God that's based and founded on relationships, or you are on team scatter, Satan, and it's based on rebellion and destruction. There's only two teams. Secondly, the second difference is this. That's the first difference. The second difference is this. And I'm only going to share two with you today. And then we're going to wrap this up. Okay? 
Team God is built on truth and love. And Team Satan is built on lies and hate. You just think about that. Just think about our world and the direction of our world. Primarily, we think about our country, right? Or we think about America or maybe the state you live in. And you think about things that have gone on in the heat of the battle of COVID. You just think about how things have unfolded in the last year and a half. And this is very easy to see. See, God's kingdom is built on truth and love. In John chapter 8, verse 32, Jesus said, You will know the truth, and the truth will do what? It will set you free. Free from sin, free from bondage, free from hell, free to live for God. The truth. You follow God because he is the truth, and you will be set free from anything that tries to bind you up and, and keep you down. The truth of God. And then in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, the scripture says in that chapter about God, how love is what God is all about, it says God is love. God is love. God is truth, everything that's right and good and pure and holy. And God is love, everything that is accepting and, and all the qualities and the characters and the fruit of the spirit of love, kindness and goodness and gentleness and all those things are God. Okay, truth and love. And the other team, the, the other team, the Satan's team is based on lies, deceit. He doesn't care about the truth. And it's based on hate. He doesn't care about people working together and being together in community or unity. He is there to destroy that. Just like he did in the garden. Destroy that. The gospel, the, the gospel, the gospel is a gospel of love and grace, and acceptance, and truth. The gospel of Jesus is the good news that the world needs. You and I need the good news. We need the gospel of Jesus to flow all over us, and in us, and move us. And it's all based on, and authored by, the God of creation. He is the God of creation, and he, he's given us the good news, the gospel, because he is the God of love and he is a God of truth. The coming of Jesus Christ to the earth and all that God did to bring that about, the prophets, the prophecies, all of God's doings from the beginning of time to bring about Jesus on the earth, the Messiah, the Christ, the Savior of the world, all that God did is evidence of God being the God of truth all through time, and love all through time. He is the God of creation, and he did it all for us. The rescue mission of Jesus coming to the earth screams, screams out that God loves us and that God is a God of his word. He is a God of truth. The cross, the cross says it all. And the cross is enough. It's enough for you and it's enough for me. Even creation, when God formed the earth, even creation was built 
one day at a time with joy, with power, with love, with expectancy of that last day, that sixth day when God would make man in his own image and with beauty and all of it for you and for me, for us. And it was good. It was so very good. From the beginning of time, the creation of the universe and the creation of this planet, God has always been and will always be the God of love and the God of truth. He is, he is God. And the frustration, the frustration part is this. The opposing team, the opposing team, Team Satan, does not care about rules or guidelines or, or what's right or about you as people. If you have to kill and murder and destroy and rob and loot and burn to get your way, then do it. That's the way of Satan. Whatever you gotta do, you do it and then you call it something else. You change the names to protect what it is you're about. They lie, Satan and his people, they cheat, they steal, they entice, and they seduce to tell you what you want to hear to get their evil way. Jesus said that Satan is the prince of the air. Prince meaning a ruler of some kind or an authority of some kind or a chief of some kind. The air meaning the earth, the earth. He is the prince of this earth for now, the God of this age. His kingdom is of this world. He is the chief of the evil spiritual world around the planet. In Ephesians chapter 2, Paul said he is the power of the air. He is the power or the chief or the authority for now of the lower regions of the creation. Satan himself. And Satan has, think about his team now for a second, he has angels who rebelled with him in heaven and were cast down. He has demons demon spirits that dwell in people and overtake people and control people and torment people and then use people for his evil purposes, right? That they are darkened, they are corrupted, they are twisted, and they are bent on power and authority. People on the planet that Satan has taken over and are bent on evil. We see this happen all through history and all in this world. And even in our day, people that are bent, not on the ways of God, but bent on their own desires for their own riches, for their own pleasures, for their own power. And in their deceit and twistedness, this is how they work, basic terminology is hijacked by the evil one. Right And price tags, the things that are valued by God are no longer valued, they're replaced. The values of God are erased. And the values of God are replaced with pleasure of the flesh. Satan scheming and planning and plotting to deceive people to stay on his side. To give them whatever it is they want. 
to make anything go, on anything go, not just America, but in anything goes world, Satan has cheapened all that God has made good. There is a huge contrast between the God of truth and love and the devil of lies and hate. The enemy calls sin good and he calls truth a lie. And we are watching, we are watching this play out in our country right before our very eyes. We see this going on right now with everything going on in our country right now. And then his evil team of angels and demons and chief Satan himself, they shove their lies in our face, right? They, they force it through the media and they force it through the airwaves in any way they can. And then the deception, the deception is consumed by people affecting their eternal soul. The devil is very much a trickster. The devil is a trickster. He is a deceiver. He is your enemy. He is not for you. He is against you. The devil is a twister of the truth. Doesn't matter what it is. He has no rules or boundaries to play by. He doesn't play by God's rules, he plays by his own, and his own have no boundaries. Whatever feels good in the moment is, is okay with him to do. And if it feels different tomorrow, that's totally cool, we can change it tomorrow. The devil is a trickster. He is a liar, he is an enemy, and he is a deceiver. Beware, beware of the captain of Team Scatter. Beware of that man. Revelations chapter 12, verse nine says this. And we're going to bring this right down. The great dragon was hurled down that ancient serpent called the devil. This is the captain we're talking about, team captain Satan. Or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. Right? The whole world. The wide path that leads to hell or destruction. He was hurled, he was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. We have Satan. We have his angels that were all hurled to the earth and are all working together against God, against team God. Check out 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be alert and sober, mind. Keep your head straight. Don't do things that are going to cause you to think in the gray because then you're going to be led astray into the dark. Stay where God is God and the truth sets you free and leads your path and is the light before you. Don't, in these days, in these last days of time, and we don't know when Jesus is coming, it may be a week away, it may be a hundred years away, it doesn't matter. But we are living in the last times. And there is a wide road that leads to destruction and a narrow road that leads to life. I say, live on the narrow road and stay there. Don't play, don't play with the stuff on the wide road that leads to destruction. You will, be, you will be led astray if you play that game. Don't play in the middle trying to have the best of both worlds. Stay away from it. Avoid every appearance of evil. Whether, no matter what it is, you fill in the blank. Whether it's your language or your attitude or, or what you drink or what you eat 
or what you do, the, the places you go and the things you allow to be a part of your life. Stay away from anything that is in the gray or in the dark. Stay away. Avoid it. Stay in the light. Walk in the light as he is in the light. That's what scripture tells us to do. Don't play games with evil because the devil, he's prowling around looking for you to be playing games so he can pounce on your soul. Looking for someone to not play with. Satan's not looking to play with you. He is looking to kill, destroy, and devour, devour, devour for eternity you. Don't play, don't play. Don't play, say it. Don't play, don't play. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul said, the God of this age, see that? The God of this age is Satan. He's talking about Satan, the prince of the air. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. All those people that are on that wide path, they don't even think about it. They don't realize what path they're on. They don't even realize what team they're on because they've been blinded, deceived. They're just, they're just walking with the sheep. They're walking with the crowd. They're just following along off the edge of the cliff. They don't even realize what's coming. Wake up. It's our job to help them wake up, to, to come alert, to know the truth, to know what's going on, to know what kingdoms there are in, and pick the one you want to be in, and then get on it and stay there. The God of this age is blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, that gospel, that good news that has come. The devil has blinded them from even looking that way. He's got them all looking that way. And Jesus and, 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 and the glory of God is saying, I've come for you. And Satan is distracting souls, and minds, and hearts with everything he can to keep you from looking at Christ and his glory. And be aware, there's only two teams. John 8, verse 44, Jesus was talking to a demon. He cast a demon out of a guy, and he said, you belong to your father, the devil. Who's, whose father is the demon? The demon has a father, and the demon's father is Satan. He is the devil. And you want to carry out your father's desires. This is Satan. Satan's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth, no truth in him at all. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. That's the frustration. If you're living for God, you're playing by God's rules and God's ways and God's will. And the scripture is your guide. If you're on Team Satan, none of that matters. Anything goes. You could do whatever you want. The promises are like, let's make a deal. Do you want door number two, door number one, door number three? And you open that door and behind it, you think there's all kinds of cool stuff and there is emptiness. There's nothing there. Satan's promises are empty and they will kill and destroy you. 2 Corinthians 11 says, Satan himself masquerades, he disguises himself as an angel of light. He is a deceiver and he is a liar. There are only two teams and the contrast between them is humongous. One team is a team of truth and love and the other team is a team of deception and he's a liar. 
It's about lies and hate. Truth and love, team God, or lies and deceit, team Satan. And team God is the church. It's the family of God. It's the kingdom of God. It's God's people here on the earth. And there are a number of differences between these two teams. A number of differences between these two teams. But the kingdom of God is God's people living on the earth, striving to be like him, saved and sanctified and redeemed by the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And there are only two teams. One team is founded on relationships, the relationships that God wants us to have from the beginning of time with each other and with him. And the other is on rebellion, rebellion. One team is built on truth and love, and the other team is built on lies and deceit. Lies and deceit. And so the question is, are you on God's team? Are you in the kingdom of God? Is Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life? Are you on the right team? Ask yourself, dig into this. Find out, am I on the right team? And how do I get on the right team? How do I get in the game with God on his team? Living for his purposes. Living for the things that matter in eternity, not the things that are temporal of this world. The pleasures of this life. The monies and the funds and the, the play and all the stuff that the devil wants to give you that all end up Nowhere. Get in the game. Get in the game and make sure you're on God's team. May God bless you. Have a great week. Please be safe. Next week we're going to come back and talk about the other two differences that I see between the kingdom of God, the gatherers, those who gather with Christ and follow him, and the kingdom of Satan and the wide path of scatterers that do whatever it is they want. And there's so many people walking on that path. Get off it. Get off it before the end and have hope and have the promises of God become yours. Father, please move in our hearts, move in our lives, draw us close to you. Everyone who hears this message, God, I pray that we will take to heart what your word says about the differences between these two kingdoms. Your kingdom that is full of promise and hope and glory and good and truth and love and relationship and the kingdom of this world, which is of the devil, that leads to eternal separation from you. God, help us to make decisions that will, that will result in us drawing close to you, God. We love you. Thank you for loving us so much that you would share with us your son. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. May God bless you. Have a great, great, great